In this episode, we're going to look at how to do basic switch and end device configuration. I'll show you how to do it and have a discussion of the concepts along the way. As a recently hired LAN technician, your network manager has asked you to demonstrate your ability to configure a small local area network. Your tasks include configuring initial settings on two switches using the Cisco IOS and configuring IP address parameters on host devices to provide end-to-end -end connectivity. You are to use two switches and two host PCs on a cabled and powered network. We'll be discussing configuring host names and IP addresses on two Cisco internetworking operating system switches using the command line interface, using Cisco's iOS command to specify or limit access to the device configuration, using iOS commands to save the running configuration, configure two host devices with IP addresses, and verify connectivity between the two PCs and devices. Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. This episode is part of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. Basic switch and end device configuration. Here's my addressing table I have open up on the right. On the left side is my working area. Now this one's a little bit different. I actually have the packet tracer activity window up here instead of the Word document. There aren't any questions to answer, but you'll see why here in a second, why I have this up as we work through this. So we have the objectives, host names, IP addresses, specify or limit access to the device, adding security, save the running config, configure the two host devices, PCs, with addresses, verify connectivity. Make sure that we can go through there. Gives you a scenario. Okay, before we get started with this lab, I do wanna show you something about this lab. Some labs are built in, so there's different versions of that. Now, when I load in here, notice the version. If we look at the, if we look at the logical topology on the left side, it's got student one, then it goes up and down, sort of like a W missing one end. A little zigzag pattern. If we notice the IP addresses over here, 172.16.5. Now, if I reset the activity, and it's gonna say we're gonna lose all unsaved changes, we are going to come up with a different configuration and we're gonna come up with different IP addresses. So every time you press reset, you're gonna get some different possibilities. So if you're looking at at your lab and it's not what you're what you're seeing is not what I have on my screen it's just because it's a different version of it you're newly hired at a company you have to go in and you have to set up a small network and what they're gonna have you do is go in and configure get it up and running and then verify that your two switches and your two hosts are working instruction configure the devices to fill the requirements below and once again this is what I told you this is where you should have your notes either written in a tablet or in a document on your computer that you can go back and easily reference because right now it's going to say use a console connection to access each switch. Well, if you remember back, that was back in the first packet tracer lab here in episode two. So we have to set that up, use a console connection. That's how we go down here. We click the red lightning bolt in the bottom left corner. We get this blue line here. If we pause there a second, we come on, if we pause there a second, the word console should come up. Click one device, RS-232, into that switch. Where do we want to connect into? We want to connect into the console. 
We want to do another connection that way from our RS-232 into our switch, which is our console connection. There we have this out of band connection that allows us to go on and do that. Name, name our switches. Now, if we click on our, our switches, we're gonna say the configuration's locked. Oh no, we can't get into CLI. But remember, we have those console lines there. What we can do is click on student one PC. We can go into, make this a little bit wider, go into the desktop. And then here we have the terminal, terminal emulation program. That, that, that allows us to use that console out of band connection. We connect up, we take our default numbers there, we connect in and here we are. It says press return to get started. Good sign saying there's no configuration in there. Go ahead, hit enter. There we are. We are in a blank switch. Now we have to go through and look at what we're setting up here. Name, we have to name it class A or class B switches. So in order to do that, what we have to do is we have to go from user exec mode into privilege. That is the command enable. Notice our command prompt changed from the greater than sign to the pound sign. Now we have to, to change our name of our device, we have to go into the global configuration mode. In order to do that, it's config T, hit enter. Once again, notice our, notice our prompts are changed again. We are entering configuration command. We, now it says switch and in the brackets it has the word configuration. So we're, we're in this global configuration mode. We have to change our device name. Once again, how to do that, that was host name, space, and then the host name they want, once again, host names are case sensitive, is C, capitalized, then lowercase L-A-S-S dash A, and hit enter, and our name is changed right away. Use the 8UB, capital R, U, password for all lines. Once again, we have two lines. We have the console connection and our terminal lines. We're in global configuration mode. In order to do that, it was line and then con zero. That gets us into configuration or configuring our console ones. So we, here we set the password as P-A-S-S-W-R-D. That's our first command. And then we are looking at 8-U-B, capital R, lowercase u. That sets our password. Oh, I had a typo in there. Up arrow, go back a little, delete that character, hit enter, set our password. What else do we have to do? Well, we have to tell it to use it during the login process. The word login right there, hit enter, that is set. And now it said for all lines, we did the line con zero. Now we have to do the virtual terminal, the, the telnet SSH connection. Now you don't have to back out, you can just change right into that. So instead of typing exit and then line VT zero to 15, we can just type line VTY zero space 15 because we want to cover all possible ways to get into our device. And notice it didn't give us any feedback that we changed. We're still configuring a line, but remember no news is good news with Cisco. It didn't give us an error. So it's saying you, you're in there. Now we need to set up our password again up arrow is our friend. Remember I told you you can use up arrow so we don't have to retype that. Hit enter, up arrow a couple times to get to the login. At that point in time, we can type exit. Use C9WRE as the secret password. 
And once again, you have to do this in global configuration mode. So enable secret capital C nine W lowercase R capital E as our password. There we go. Encrypt all passwords. Remember what that was? That was a service command because it, it, we're running it as a service on our device. Service and then password. Instead of typing it all, I just usually hit tab at this point in time. So now I encrypted that. Right now, I'm going to have you stop. Now, if we look at the right side in this packet tracer activity window, down here on the bottom, some activities have built-in scoring automatically for you. If we look over here, it says completion. We are at 6% complete of everything we need to do. Well, what do we know? If we go down here and click on check results, it, 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 it closed our activity window, but then it popped up this new packet tracer window. Here, it gives your overall feedback, what you're doing, but then this is the assessment item. This is what you're interested. If you click the assessment item, this tells you what you're being scored on and what you've completed and what you haven't. So right now, your console line, we've set the password, we did an enable secret, we did the host name. We didn't do the banner message today. I quit that and quit that a little bit early just so we can see this. We didn't do anything with the ports and VLANs in here. We didn't do anything with our startup config. So there's there's stuff we have to do. But as you're working through this, this is this is a way to make sure you're you're getting there. And ultimately, your goal is to be 100% complete. So I'm going to go ahead, click the X here, and what it's going to do is it's going to open up the activity window again. I'm just going to fill it on the right half of my screen. Completion is 6%. We did a couple things, but there's still quite a few things we have to do. So we were Encrypt all clear passwords. We did the password service encryption. Configure an appropriate message of the day banner. So getting back in here, that was banner MOTD for message of the day. Use an ampersand sign, author, whoop, authorized access only, exclamation mark, at sign, close it. That gives us our banner message of the day. If we go back and notice, we're now up to 8% complete. We are, if we do check results underneath assessment items, notice our banner message of the day is now checked. So you can see how this is doing. So I'm gonna close this out, make it half of the window again. I hope you're liking this episode on practical configuration examples. Leave a comment on what you think about these configuration examples. If you still have a question or comment, please let me know below. You can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. So we did configure appropriate message of the day, configure addressing for all devices according to the table. So we are connected into switch two. This is where we have to go in and in, in interface um, VLAN one and set that IP address up there. So we're in global configuration mode. We need to go into the interface. So it's interface VLAN one. We need to set the IP address. Once again, command starts with IP. Then what we're doing in there is we're setting an address. The address for switch one. Once again, if we look up here in the addressing table, 
is 10, 10, 10 dot 100. So 10, 10, 10 dot 100. Go ahead and enter. Oh no, it's an incomplete command. I forgot what to do. Up arrow, retypes that command, put a space and a question mark in there. Looking for the subnet mask. So we go ahead and put that subnet mask in there from our addressing table. 255.255.255.0. The command is complete. And if we look down here in the bottom right corner, our completion is at 24%. So we're getting there. Configure addressing for all devices since we're working on um, class A switch. We have that. Save our configs. Once again, how do we do that? That was the copy run start, but we don't do it while we're in the interface. So we need to exit out and get into global configuration mode. And that wasn't in global configuration mode either. It was in privilege exec mode. So exit out one more time. Hit enter a couple times to give us a clean working area and then do a copy from our running to our start. Take that and look at that. We are up to 26%. So I'm gonna go ahead and close this. I'm gonna go in, configure class B switch. So I clicked on student two PC, go to the desktop tab, open up the terminal window Take the default settings for bits per second, data bits, parity, stop bits, and flow control. 96.81.9.1.9. I got that memorized. I've been doing it long enough. Um, if you are looking at getting certified, that may be important to know. Here we are in a blank switch. Enter that in. Enable. Use a console connected in there. Change the device name. Name it class-b. So global configuration mode, host name, once again, tab completion, capital C, L-A-S-S, dash, whoops, dash B, change my class name, use 8U for all lines accessed. Now we have to go into line con zero, enable, Password, 8U, B, capital R, U, set that there. When we have to apply it to the login process too, so make sure you type in login. Now we have to change to our virtual terminals. We don't have to exit out. We could if you wanted to. So line, BTY, and then the range of them. So starting with the first one, which is zero, last one, which is 15. Set our password again to 8UBR. Instead of having to retype that all, I just use the up arrow. Set that password, up arrow a couple times, get me to log in. At that point in time, we have both of our line interfaces uh, configured with a password. I can exit out. Next step here was use C9 as the secret password. So in global configuration mode, enable secret. And then that password, so capital C, 9, W, R, capital E. Yes, the W was capitalized. So I set that password. Encrypt all clear passwords. Once again, that's a service. Service, password, dash, encryption, tab completion is your friend. 
There we go. Set a banner, appropriate banner message of the day. The command once again was banner MOTD. Use some sort of delimiter. Here we'll use the percent sign. Authorized access only. And you use the same delimiter. I use the percent sign that sets it in there. So we configured our appropriate message of the day, configuring our addressing. So we need to go into the interface. Once again, the interface we're configuring is VLAN one. So INT VLAN space one, set the IP address, IP space address, get the actual address from their table, 10.10.10.150. And of course we need the subnet mask. 255, 255, 250, oh, just three 255s and a zero. There you go, save your configurations, copy, run, start. Oh, I'm in the wrong mode again. I'm just gonna type N, it'll take me all the way out to privilege exec mode. Hit enter a couple times, give me a clear working area, copy, run, start. Is that what we wanna name it? If it is, it's the default one. We can just hit enter and it copied it in there. So we saved our configuration. And now look at this. We are at completion of 53%. Just out of curiosity, I'm, I'm curious to see what we have done and what we haven't done. Oh, look at that. Looking through here. Oh no. Oh no. What did I not do? I didn't turn my ports on. I need to do that on both switches for my VLAN one. I need to turn those ports on. Okay, let's get in there quickly and do that. So click on PC student one to get me into class A. Make this window a little bit wider yet. Terminal, connect in. There we are, just like we left it. And we need to turn on that interface of VLAN one. Need to get into global configuration mode because we're already in privilege exec mode. Go into the interface of VLAN 1 and then do a no shutdown. And notice how it goes up and up. If we go and we check our results here, it is now port status is good. Now it's on. We still need to go in and do this for our class B switch. In our class B switch, I'll so click on student 2 PC because that's where we have the connection. We are still logged in. So go into global configuration mode, going into the interface of VLAN one and do a no shutdown. Uh-oh, I did it wrong. Instead of typing no, I typed HO, which was short for host. So I need to go in and change the host name back to what it was. Capital C L A S S dash B. Now we got the right name in there. We need to go back into the interface of VLAN one. And now we do our no shutdown. And now the VLAN comes up. So sometimes you do have little typos and it should be fairly easy to recover from that as you saw right there. Interface VLAN one is up. I'm gonna exit out, exit out. And of course we made a configuration change so we should do a copy run start. And as a good practice, I'm gonna jump back to student one. 
Passy, exit out, exit out, and do a copy run start. Just to make sure I save those configurations. Okay, complete. My completion's at 64%. Last thing I have to do is verif verify connectivity between devices. Well, let's check my results here. Going in, if we notice, all the network components, switch class A is all configured correctly, class B is all configured correctly. Now, it's not a good idea to rely on just this to configure, because sometimes you may have to configure something else to get the green check mark here. It may be a two or three step process. And so just because it says, okay, you gotta figure configure an IP address, there may be a couple steps before that you have to go in and configure. Um, so just be aware of that. But right now I need to go in and configure my student PCs. I need to configure the IP addresses and the subnet mask on them. So I click on student one PC. I'll close this terminal window. I will look at the IP configuration window here. We're gonna statically program it. Student one PC has an IP address of 10.10.10.4 with a subnet mask of, oh, there it took a guess. The default subnet mask is 255.0.0.0, but here we're using something a little bit different. Here we are using 255, 255.255.0, 3255s. So we do need to go in and retype this in here. Make sure it is what the lab says. Close that out, close out student one PC, open up student two PC, close the terminal window, open up IP configuration, set in our IP address 10.10.10.5. Tab down to the next field. Once again, we have to add three 255, so 255.255.255.0. Close that out, close that out. Okay, last thing we have to do is verify our connectivity between devices. So I'm gonna jump onto student one here, PC. I'm going to open it up and open up the command prompt because that's where we're going to ping from. That's where we're going to ping from. And as we look at our diagram here, we're going from student one and we're gonna ping all our devices. So let's start with the closest device. So let's ping class A and see if that works. So to ping it is the command ping space and then the password, of, or sorry, the IP address of class A, which is 10.10.10.0. The 10.10.10.0, but dot 100, sorry about that. So the IP address of the class A switch is 10.10.10.100. Go ahead, we're gonna ping it. And, uh-oh, it's not working. But the last three did, the first one didn't. Maybe it just needed to learn it. So let's try it one more time. I'm gonna go ahead and hit the up arrow. I'm gonna put that exact command in there again, hit enter, and look at that. It right away, first time there, all four times, it sent something, it received it, 0% loss. So the, the first time I pinged it, it took that first ping, it had to learn how to get there. Once we learned it, it works flawlessly. And so we ping from, piece, or from student one, to class A switch, let's ping from student one PC to class B switch. 
Class B switch, that IP address is right here. So the command ping and then the IP address of 10.10.10, oops, got a typo in there, 10.150. And look at that, it learned where the class B switch was already. It worked four times, 100% it worked. And then the last thing we have to do on this one is ping from student one PC down to student two PC. And so from going from student one to student two, we need the IP address of student two. There we go. So ping dot the IP address of student two PC, which is 10.10.10.5, pinging it. It knew it because we did some communication on there, 100% successful. So we were able to ping all of our devices on our network at 100% success. That worked. Now let's check the results down here. So in the PTX, in the Pack Tracer activity window, I'm gonna go ahead and click check results underneath assessment items. Notice we have all green check marks, no red X's, so that's a good thing. And then over here, our score is 100 out of 100. We did. Our item count is 24 out of 24. These are the items over here on the left. It gave us a little broke breakdown on where they are or what category they fall into. And then they have connectivity tests. If you look up here on the tabs, overall feedback, it says, congratulations, you've completed this. Good job. Here's the assessment. That was episode two, Packet Tracer Lab 2.9.1, basic switch and end device configuration. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuration examples. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. There you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I've created four wonderful playlists for you on the CCNA. These episodes, I go through all the concepts that Cisco calls out for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.